0: International
1: Welcome to Why Should We Care? Thank you for joining us today. I am your host, Chris Tellis, sitting here with my co-host, AJ Henderson. Hello. There he is right there, That's... just letting you guys have it. And yeah. thank you for tuning in and giving us another crack at it. We're going to see if we can get it right this week. I want to thank all of our (laughs) listeners, all of our subscribers, uh, people that are being super supportive of the podcast. Uh, Share with your friends. Uh, You can subscribe on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts can be heard. Uh, We have an awesome guest here today. Super happy to have Baron Vaughn on. Baron, thanks for coming by. Who, That is him. He did it. Well, do you mind if I use my real voice for this? He did monstrous amounts of cocaine in the restroom, right? Oh, that's right. The cocaine was the abominable snowman, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. It's still on his nostrils. <laughs> this is terrifying. It's anyway, anybody else,
2: anybody else want any flour, if you know what yes. I'm
1: talking about? Oh, we'll take some flour. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what I'm I talking about <laughs> anymore. Well, Baron is hey, unleashed, as you heard. We're, we're about to get into some fun stuff here. Real quick <laughs> off of the baseball bat. Want to uh, go ahead and uh, say Dave Segedy has still not created our jingle, but we are on it. I bet he's going to have it with us by next week. Uh, if you're hearing this now, that means Thanksgiving was yesterday. So hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving, except for like three people. Uh, I won't; they'll remain nameless. But I have enemies. <laughs> you know, I have enemies. AJ. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you thankful for this year, AJ? Uh,
3: you know, uh, not living on the streets i'm thankful for that
1: was that a concern at one point
3: i think it's always a concern
1: all right we our man is always kind of like
3: well like i mean like not even that Just like (laughs) you just you just never know when you might become like a social pariah or anything like that and or you know
1: never thought about that you think about that
3: sometimes like, like that could just happen for no reason.
1: It's like I got to find a new roommate. We're well, not,
3: not right now, but maybe in the future. I can't predict the future. I don't
1: know. Well, we have a lease until May. Could you put those thoughts off at least until May?
3: <laughs> I'll try not to do anything that hurts right. my I reputation.
1: To, and I, um, on my half, will try to catch up on rent. I know I'm a little Ooh. behind, so we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we should definitely get a Patreon <laughs> then, page started. How many of these do we got to do before we get are, easy are money?
3: You, are you allowed to do that for the rent?
1: I'd be thankful for it. I you would know? definitely be thankful for that. I'll too. tell you what I'm not thankful for. I love for that you payment. just
2: shamed him for his <laughs> concern. And you're like, sorry, I haven't paid rent. Yeah, but
1: You need to get it together. <laughs> exactly. Well,
2: am a thing that I was
3: scared might
2: happen.
1: Yeah, his is just mind games. Mine's because no one's hiring me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that, I can't control that. Yeah, my fears are a little more existential. <laughs> yeah there he goes again talking with that existential <laughs> so it's a big word for this guy I dropped out in the sixth grade you know my whole story all right it was by choice not necessity <laughs>
3: To pursue fame fortune, yeah. and
1: fame, fortune and fame, and now it took me about 20 years to get this podcast uh, up off the ground. <laughs> so you didn't even that know
3: podcasts were a thing yet,
1: I didn't know, but now I found out they were, and now I found out it's the perfect time to start one. <laughs> it they're, is. they're getting it hot, is this
3: is not a saturated market in the least bit,
1: yeah. So, this is episode 13. We've already been like, you know, we're gonna get that Patreon page started so we could quit mm-hmm. our day jobs, we're gonna wait till episode 100. Yeah. I think we're gonna do it after this one.
3: Yeah, we might as well.
1: Yeah. Well, Maybe
3: um, we, we don't even have a Facebook yet.
1: We don't have a Facebook. Uh, yeah. That all right? We'll get on that. Hey, you yeah. guys were here live. You heard it. This is how the fake Facebook page started.
3: If there's anybody out there thinking about starting a Facebook page called "Why Should We Care," don't do it. We need it.
1: We do need that. And also, if if anybody out there just wants to create it for us, that would that would make it easier on us. Yeah.
3: Uh, we, we both have like several pictures online that you can pick and choose from.
1: You could um, mash them up together. you could yeah. use uh, a juxtapose app or whatever Photoshop app. You have our permission. Yeah. just run it for us and do a decent job. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. All Appreciate right that. Uh, it, Anything else off the top? I think we got everything, right?:
3: Yeah, um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, uh, this long is list. one of AJ's uh, yeah. AJ's two cents segment. This is, this is my two cents. Uh, uh, those, those have been released. Um, they're going to pick five from the big list, but, uh, I remember you and I, we had a conversation like a couple years back where it was basically that, that I, I theorized that Jane's Addiction would be considered for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before the Pixies did. And sure enough, that day has come. I was right. We had a
1: big old fight about it because I was like, no way, the Pixies will be in there before Jane's Addiction. And you said... Uh, well, you're right. Is right. What you're, so you wanted to just say you're right?
3: Yeah, I wanted to kind of rub it in a little bit because, like, I never stopped like holding a grudge against that. And like, like the other thing is like the world is a cruel place. People people don't get art because like. So you're I, saying
1: that anyone who really loves Jane's Addiction is wrong? Kind of.
3: I mean, like you have to understand there'd be no uh, uh, Jane's Addiction without the Pixies. Like, but the thing is, like people. Base these judgments off of like how well they know music because they've heard Jane says and they haven't heard debaser, you know. It's, it's, I disagree
1: again, uh, but I, I don't know. I think they would uh, exist even without the Pixies. I don't think there's a connection there.
3: I mean, like you, you have like, the Pixies are arguably. Like, got the alternative rock movement started. Like, you know what got the, the Pixies started?
1: Today? The movie Fight Club. Did when it? they added Where Is My Mind to the soundtrack. <laughs> they heard Boom. that. Boom. Then... Credits rolling up. People <laughs> love that movie. Where Is My Mind? Who's that? The Pixies. I'm getting to them. What? They broke up over a decade ago. They're back. Well,
3: that was my two cents.
1: Well, okay. Well, I guess that was my <laughs> my quarter. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Good quarter. Not, we'll edit all that out. No problem. Uh, Baron, thanks for sitting through that. I love uh, how angry you are about the Pixies. I mean, we we had a heated fight like five yeah. years ago. It's also not
2: I mean. the Pixies. It's just Pixies, isn't it? Oh, that's true. Yeah. If, 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 if I
3: we're going to get. So.
1: We're going to be technical No, no. It. It's just sort of like the Facebook. You're Facebook. trying to make me sound like a poser on my own podcast. You know, it's I, duh, Pixies. I found out what you just cared about. <laughs> it's the Pixels, and uh, uh, they're my favorite band of all time. Yeah, I
3: Adam Sandler's great in it. Where is my head? I used have another <laughs> podcast uh, before this, like two or three years ago, called LaFire. La Fire. And we used to interview local bands. Which well, is French used to for be, the
1: fire? Yeah. Right,
3: pretty much. You know, like,
1: it's it, also his old email.
3: It, it, it is my current email, actually. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you email can blast. Reach me
1: at yeah, uh, yeah. thefire at if, if, if you wanna at uh,
2: compuserve.net.
3: <laughs> but like, yeah, that was like a we would have uh, bands over, and like that was like a thing that I always had to get right was like mm-hmm. whether or not they had the in in the name and I was oh. like well, why, why is I'm, this like- how
1: many episodes did you guys do you did 13 what yeah, yeah. that's where we are today They're 13 the end yeah, of but, this but podcast
3: that, yeah but that was like over two years oh my god
1: oh yeah, you did 13
2: two- episodes over two years yeah that is a very slow productive <laughs> yeah. yeah was it monthly
3: uh, no, it wasn't even that. Like, it could have been monthly. Orderly. That would have been a year and
2: one month. It was, it
3: was hard to organize. It was hard to get like the oh, sounds yeah, 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 together, yeah, yeah. so you would have like like a band would sound good. And then like there was one guy who knew how to edit it, editing it, and he was. It, 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 it's, Podcasting
2: it's we, is incredibly difficult. It is not even. That's why right. I'm. Thankful. That's why you're lucky to have the situation that you have. I right
1: will now. say I'm thankful for our producers mm-hmm. Ethan and Donna, who've uh, picked this up, and we pretty much show up at their house record, and get the fuck out of here. Eat their beer. Eat their candy. Watch Walking Dead. (laughs) It's great. Uh... Okay, so we're we're done with all the sweet shit. Let's get into it. Yeah. The topic of the episode. Baron. Yeah, uh, I already explained the podcast to us. You're going to educate us on something uh-huh. you want to talk about. We're going to see how much we care, okay. how much our listeners care. Uh, we we may open the lines later. We we are live in some counties, All right. so sometimes we get some calls in. Uh, what is your topic today that you're going to talk to AJ and I about?
2: Uh, my topic is so hot. It's such a hot topic that you'll be goth is after you talk about it the store hot topic? i love that i beat you to the punch yeah, and you're yeah. just like ah i'm more of a torrid right man me. but uh, uh i'm more of a what torrid no okay <laughs> well, calm down zoomies <laughs> nah. um yeah I, I you know when i was thinking about something i knew about it was uh, theater theater is
1: something that's been on my mind <sighs> all a all right lately. shit all yeah. right fuck uh, yeah. no theater is perfect because we haven't uh, hit a topic like that quite yet no, so
2: nobody hey are you a comic too
3: I'm not. Oh. I'm just I'm just a dude making podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just a DMP. Dude making podcast. That, if you ever get a business card, put that dude the D-M-P. in. A, just a dude making the podcast. That Hit is... me up at DMP at, at RocketNet. <laughs> I make the two Ps, pizzas and podcasts.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah. at a pizza restaurant.
2: I do, yeah. Um, um, and also our where that smell's uh, coming from. It two Ps are from. really good
1: for your hair. <laughs> yeah (laughs)
2: um it's the dumbest pun ever i mean two pays i was oh
1: i was was like what yeah it doesn't matter anyway (laughs) obviously no one cared um so you're a a big are you are you a theater nerd currently or is it something you grew up with yeah i mean i I
2: became one at a point it's sort of my back door into comedy and comedy was my back door into theater as well because they're the same thing, basically. It's double back person pitch. gets on a stage, yeah, you know, it's like a Raspberry Beret walking in <laughs> through the back door. But it's like, the. I mean, a stand-up is theater. It, you know, you yeah. go on a stage and you talk and then people are there to hear it and then they leave. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's a performance.
1: But with stand-up, sometimes you go up there and you don't know what the hell you're going to talk about and it's the worst night of your life. <laughs> you just try to get out without being seen.
2: Yeah. Like
1: a, um. Yeah. Well, but it's because... I the, haven't heard any theater about... Just jacking off, and then just—you haven't heard about that theater. Nah. It's called performance art, my friend. Oh. Send it my way because it's finally theater <laughs> that for me. Shit exists. See, that's the thing
2: I'm about you watching performance art a couple times.
3: You never—if <laughs> if
1: I was watching performance art, I didn't know I was watching performance art.
2: Well, look, someone who, for instance, someone I mentioned before we started the podcast is John Liquizzamo, right? Mm-hmm. That's the freaks, actually the theater. Best. Yeah. He's actually a performance artist. He's a solo freak. show. Yeah. Freak. And then what sexaholics and all mm-hmm. these mambo mouth. I think it was another one. So that's a dude who was doing one man shows, but in the vein of stand up. like he kind cause he's so funny and he wrote it in jokes, yeah. but it's a play where he's, the dude is jumping into characters and sometimes that's not funny. He'll just like get really dramatic
1: or serious or whatever. Yeah, or reenact moments of his life. And exactly.
2: Stuff. And in these pitch perfect impersonations of everyone he ever grew up around, you know? Well, what was your uh, introduction to theater um in your life, uh, nativity play. When I was in uh, really, really young, mm. in in good old church. I think that's a lot of people's first. Yeah. If if you uh, grew up around people who believe, I'm not going to say that I do, <laughs> but I'm going to say that there were people who wanted me to. So they're like, if we put him in this play, he's finally indoctrinated. I don't think they said it as clearly as that, but I was cast as wise man number three, uh, who had no fucking lines, <laughs> <laughs> and he basically stood there while we while we let. Wise man number one, speak for all of us. I'm like this motherfucker doesn't know me. Uh, the lines. <laughs> I bought yeah. the fucking frankincense, son. <laughs> you think because you brought the gold that you can speak? That's and, just and, all you were thinking about while people were watching you. I was thinking about how su- how much he sucked and how I could do it better, and that's how I knew that I wanted
1: to act. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that guy? No idea. Don't even remember who it was. Okay, exactly. he's still playing the wise man number one at the it, same it, church. Just Daniel, Daniel Day a, Lewis, a natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: he's just doing a national tour as wise man number one, showing up. And, <laughs> (laughs) showing up at little churches and towns in New Mexico being like you guys doing a nativity play I know the lines Look, we bring you gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Huh? Am <laughs> I hired? you, can pay me
1: in bread. Did you not get my writer? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big deal. <laughs> no green M&Ms. <laughs> it, uh, so uh, did that really uh, get you thinking, I want to be an actor? I mean, like, wise man number three, it's, WM3. It's
2: sort of like, you know, and again, like church, like a preacher is a performer too, right? So it's like he was okay. on a stage. The pulpit yeah. is a stage. Yeah. So it's like, and he's communicating with an audience. That's sort of like the, the first. That's
1: what I used to explain to my mom. This is all an act. <laughs>
2: in a way, yeah. it's just that your material is the same thing yeah, every yeah. year. You know, every it's just year. like you know, you guys read the Bible. Yeah, that's what that, that's basically. Hey, you guys know how in the Bible they say that's
1: basically the setup of every joke for a preacher. Everybody just <laughs> pretends that I did I, word for word every single word. It's a big old book. Well, it made me want to get on
2: stage and and like have people listen to me. You know, mm-hmm. so it's the same sort of thing. Theater was like because I wanted to be funny. I wanted to get on stage and have people listen to me. Uh, and theater looked like comedy to me because I'm like, people on the stage saying things, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So then I got deep into that, and then I ended up going to a performing arts high school in Las Vegas nice. where, you know, you go to high school and you try to be like the cool kids. It's just in my high school, cool kids were into musicals and plays, and I'm like, I gotta learn all this stuff <laughs> so I can keep up with them in a freaking conversation. And then there was a lot of stuff that I found that I liked and a lot of stuff that I'm like, that sucks. Because again, theater... Like anything else, like, there's comedy that is, like, hack, and it's just about making money, or they're just hitting things that people recognize to be comedy. And then there are the people who are trying to further it, further the form, and try to figure out what the hell the point of it is. Theater has the exact same things. Did
1: you, uh, when you were getting active in theater and Mm -hmm. starting out, did you... Did you know you wanted to do stand-up at the time? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. um, because I watched a lot of comedy on television,
2: so I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I just didn't understand, like a lot of people, I think, that start doing stand-up, uh, that you have to just start doing it. Like, I didn't understand that there was such a thing as an open mic. Yeah, I just saw people on TV, and I'm like, how are they making that up off the, wow, what? I have to get that funny to just, how do I? I didn't understand that you rehearse,
1: Yeah, you get better, yeah. like a play. So, like, when you were, uh, what would you say some of the strengths you took from theater that translates into your stand-up now? Um, Because I I could totally tell you're a theater dude. A theater dude, Absolutely.
2: Um, I just have have no problem being on stage. I have no problem being being seen. Yeah, there's a fearlessness to, I'm very comfortable being on a stage. And I think the thing about stand-up, you know, is it's a catch-all. So, people come from all walks of life. Some people Mm -hmm. have performance experience, some people don't. And for a lot of people... Getting on stage is a big hurdle that they have to conquer at some point. People are like, ah, i got to tell these jokes, but I don't want to go on stage. And then eventually they do, and they have stage fright or whatever. And then sometimes that becomes part of their bit, that they're awkward as hell on stage, and they can, they can use that you know yeah. to their advantage. So I don't feel that awkwardness on stage. I'm kind of totally comfortable up there. Okay.
3: And see. then it's
1: just about getting the jokes right. So... I do care about this. It obviously helps, but enough of this. Let's get to the nitty gritty here. Tell me about the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Give me what? That's one of the forms of theater. Good theater, drama, drama, and there's comedy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, what are you? What are you talking about? The drama? Like, okay, did you ever have any beef with anybody while you were all working on something? You're like, I hate that motherfucker, and then like you're on stage going, "You're my best friend," you know? Like, well, here's a here's a good example
2: because, like, all right, so there's. A lot of different ideas about how to act.
1: Mm-hmm. what lo- are theater people really like behind the scenes? It depends like. where they came from.
2: You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Just like some people. It's just like, you know, you if, if, if someone's from the South, you might have a baseline of how you think they might be. Mm-hmm. And some of those things will be true, and some of those things won't be true. But you don't know until you talk to that person. Yeah. So people come to do a play and some people trained in Russia, you know, and some people uh, trained with this teacher and some people are just naturals. So everyone's coming in there with all their different crap and all their different styles and trying to figure out something to do together. And sometimes that gets intense because everybody has ideas of how they think it should be. And then it's like, this motherfucker's doing it wrong over here. (laughs) He just thinks he needs to say the line. He's not looking at me when he says the line Mm -hmm. and that, I gotta like, tell him he's nice to me. Old school, like old school theater actors will sometimes, like, if they don't like your performance, they won't say it to your face. Mm-hmm. Even though you're there, they'll look yeah. at the director and he's like, "Is he gonna say it that way?" That's like a big thing that they can do to like knock you down a peg, True. to establish, like, "You gonna say it like that? Is he gonna say it like that?" That's yeah, probably. how you say it.
1: Yeah, not, <laughs> that's that's how I that's how I hear the character saying it. Hey, Whoa, you hear it wrong. Good fucking
2: defense. See, <laughs> yeah. and some people do that. Then that becomes a fight, and it becomes two people hating each other. That's the six way months. you did it
1: at the audition, motherfucker. <laughs> no,
2: that's actually that's a big deal. Yeah, because some people will not quote unquote give you their performance. Yeah. in the rehearsal, and then they'll surprise you, I'm an and artist. they'll do shit that you didn't know they were going to do. And there's an audience there, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" So some people He's making this about himself. Like, there's also a story about a woman who I'll remain, I'll, I'll leave nameless. She was oh, on damn. a TV show called A Different World, right? Oh, yeah, I remember that. She world. was doing a play in New York. She had to end up leaving the play. Because of uh, artistic differences between her and the lead, when really that's what that was the press statement. Mm-hmm. Really, she was an alcoholic and she was showing up drunk to performances and slurring her lines. She sounds awesome. And he was like, "I can't work with the person who is like she's dr- she's clearly drunk." What
1: a nerd!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: she was bringing he played an nerd on to TV that too. Oh. that's the kind of spontaneity you want in theater, though. That's. It depends on what you want to see And that's where People actor. get
2: disagreements Where people yeah. go like Cause if you think about Like um, somebody like Like some people Like take all the drugs yeah. You know Because they're trying To get to that I'm trying to get To the center of my soul bro And some people are like No I want to know Exactly what lines Are going to be said And where you're going To stand when you're doing it So I know where I'm Going to stand And what I'm going to say
1: <laughs> You'll hear it When it happens But <laughs> But when you have that Exactly
2: <laughs> but when you have that difference of style that's when you get into like beef with people and yeah. the other thing that happens is sometimes you might be this is why movie stars will date each other because they're playing like romantic leads mm. in a movie and then they think they actually like the person yeah because it's fucking confusing yeah sometimes because you're using it. all your real emotions yeah. to get somewhere and then there's a point where you think this is how I feel it's not just the character and then when the play is over, you're like, "Oh, I don't fucking like this person." I remember. <laughs>
3: I'll uh, never
1: see this person again. Fuck you! You're going I,
3: back to Australia. I don't <laughs> even know you. I remember when I was 16, I did a repertoire theater in my hometown. Oh yeah, yeah, for like a summer. Uh, Silver City. In Silver City, New oh, Mexico, uh, home of the Mustangs. West, the home of Western New Mexico. Western New Mexico. Home of, of the of, Tangs. Nice. Of, the, of the Tangs. Uh, <laughs> the Stangs. <at> it. <laughs> uh, but like, I was in a play called Funny mirrors Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what that play? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was a scene where I didn't have lines for a long time, but I was supposed to be on stage getting bandaged in my arm. Um, and uh, I, so I didn't have lines for a while, and I just, like, i just uh i i just forgot what i was doing mm, and then like on stage yeah i just for- i just like zoned out and, like, just thinking, like, uh, I'll, I'll hear the line when it's my turn. And then I get, just hear this, like, I just get this, like, squeeze on my arm that it's, like, say your thing. And I think I ended up skipping, like, three or four lines because oh, I forgot oh, where we what were. What was your
1: role? What was it?
3: Uh, it was this guy, this kid named Kenny. He was Bro, where he was, the
1: hell's Kenny at? Killed, well, I was on stage, like, so they knew where I was at. I just, like. Kenny, it, why are you looking at me like that? You know. Come on, Kenny. Come on. <laughs> With a lot of pressure. You're not my real dad.
3: We're all waiting
2: on you, Kenny. That's always fun when people forget the fucking lines in the middle. Everybody tries to keep it
1: together and shit. Yeah,
2: because people try to like, you know, be like, like they try to to not deviate, I guess, from the script, but try to get you to say your line. It's funnier when it's something that is noticeable, like Shakespeare. Like if someone (laughs) forgets their line in Shakespeare, you're like, okay, literally everyone to be or, oh shit. And then like
3: everyone knows
1: that. Everyone knows that.
3: If you're going to see like Shakespeare too, everybody in the audience knows you fucked up because they love Shakespeare. Absolutely.
1: When I was in uh, high school, I was in two plays. One was Charlotte's Web. And I don't. I was uh, the pig? farmer, the oh. older farmer okay. guy. Uh, I was. I, I I tried for the pig. I was the third Glenn. alternate, uh, Glenn. <laughs> I was a character named Glenn that they I wrote bet in for me. I bet you would have played some pig. <laughs> they would. They would. He's saying that because yeah. I obviously have put on some weight in the last eight years. No, I was making a reference oh. to Charlotte's route, But oh, okay. Well, I lost three pounds this week, so suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that's just from stress. That's just from stress. <laughs> but like. I uh, uh the, my my teacher Miss Pringle would always book me as like a dad or something because I'm like super tall and uh I was 35 as a sophomore, <laughs> but oh, like, okay. a, and then I was in Henry and Ramona and I was a dad as, don't know again. That. Yeah, I, I can hardly remember it, but I remember I just had a few scenes in it. And when I came out on the, like, the side stage during an actual play, I uh, came out with my daughter to say something. And then uh, the light was on us. And after I was down my line, I looked in the audience and saw my parents and I pointed at them and winked. <laughs> and, it, uh, and then a few people laughed. But uh, then I got in trouble for that shit. Like Miss Pringle was never the same to me. I remember one time. She like g- popped her top? Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I, I remember one time when we were doing the second play. I don't remember. Forgot the order. But we showed up and everybody was getting the set ready and all. And I was unsure about my lines. So I went and sat in the back and I was just reading my lines. And this is like a teacher. First time I've ever seen her lash out at me. She, I had her for all four years of high school. She was always so nice. But she was like, Chris, could you please help with the set? And I was like, oh, okay. And I got up. And she goes, it really pisses me off to see everybody working and you just sitting on your ass back there. Ooh. I was like, what the hell? Oh. Scarred me for life. <laughs> I know. You're still talking about it. And I went to theater tech after that. <laughs> what did you do in theater tech? Uh, well, we helped build the stuff that they used in plays. Oh, so, so the back, yeah, just paint and construction. Uh, oh, yeah. It was in what we called the J Hall. It was like a separate building from the school. So we used to just smoke weed and fucking do nothing all day. It was nice. Oh, Favorite class in high school. That's where you learned your stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> when I pretended to smoke weed in high school. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was great.
2: Pretended. Who do you think is going to yeah. listen to this and be like, acting. he smoked weed in high school?
1: You you're right. Like I'm you reporting this to weed. the time police. I did get extremely high. You're right. <laughs> 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 all right. So anyway, that is my theater experience. But yeah, I do like uh, doing stand-up and I, I started with improv and it kind of led into it. So it's all theater. Improv is a th- form of theater. Yeah. I'll, did you, I'm, I assume you did theater uh, or improv. I, I
2: did do a little improv. Yeah. I studied with some some quote-unquote improv masters do you still do it time to time no because i i don't like i don't know i didn't study at like the ucb or any of those places Mm -hmm. and like that's the game in town in los angeles so it's like if you didn't go through their school they don't know that you exist
1: why can't you just pretend you went but they forgot you
2: uh that's true, they do forget everybody I assume. um but I also like like a like an improv troupe, like a good one at least, like they've been together for a long time, like they have mm-hmm. a good dynamic, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if I could ever just fit into that plus i'm rusty, super rusty yeah
1: <laughs> well, um, if you were what are your current do you still catch plays and stuff? i do i do I do see plays still it's, for it's someone who hardly. We don't follow theater. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you follow theater, AJ? I don't know. You follow all kinds uh, of weird shit. No,
3: nah, theater isn't one of them.
1: A couple of dopes like us. If mm-hmm. we were going to go just check something out. Hmm. Something easy on the brain and easy to understand. Well, Maybe yeah, a couple catchy tunes.
2: It depends what you want. Like, that is like, musical theater is like the most corporate in a way that you can get.
1: I'm against corporate.
2: Because so. it's about. <laughs> what's well, some I mean, good
1: indie? Th- what's the pavement of theater?
2: Now, that's a whole different subject. mm mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of shit where, like, a lot of Americans, especially, because everyone thinks it's like, and there's a play and there's lines and I have to say it and stand in place. But then there's also the forms of theater like improv where you're making it up on the spot or you build it together into something crazy experimental the kind of forms that get motherfuckers banned from countries. Whoa. See, that's the kind of shit I would watch. Yeah, there's a guy his name's Augusto Boal, right? He had
1: a name sounds dangerous. He's
2: yeah, he wrote a book called Theater of the Oppressed. That's the name of his book. Ooh. He was banned from Brazil, which is where he's from.
1: What did he do that was so bannable?
2: Well, what he did is he would tour around the country of Brazil going to these little communities finding people who'd never done plays interacted and essentially were in a situation in which they were being oppressed right Mm -hmm. so he was using it as a political piece of action where he would get people's stories and then they would create a piece of theater together voicing their dismay with the government or whatever situation they were in and the government thought the shit was too dangerous he's he's telling people to think and then they they fucking banned him from the country
1: so they actually put on shows and people filled up the Oh wow!
2: Well, he also, it wasn't necessarily always in a in a theater mm-hmm. because sometimes there are people who think that theater shouldn't be in the theater because when you sit there and you're in a seat and the lights go off, then you're like, "Ooh, I'm watching something." But they want it to be participatory,
1: wow. participatory. That's <laughs> I. None of us know the real word, so you're fine. Site
2: specific. That's another thing where you can do. Like we did the play in a fucking abandoned warehouse or like a subway station or shit like that. People do that, yeah. or they'll do like. Like a bar, and then people are around, like not knowing that a play is happening in front of them. Street theater, Just watching, watching theater, watching the
1: football game and shit. Just, yeah, you know.
2: and a play cool. like a like that's what
1: improv everywhere is. Remember those dudes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically experimental gorilla theater. I did a thing in Dallas years ago where it was a take off your pants on the bus thing. Oh yeah, and we did, did that in New York too. I met a lot of my close friends that day. <laughs> was that? I think that was improv everywhere. I met and people that's a, I called so brother. I was a theater actor that day. Yeah. That's awesome That was a play <laughs> I was Add that to my resume We're all actors in a way That's why I said You know
2: Like because you You play the roles That you
1: play Man yeah, we're not actors I, I mean, mean I'm real I'm 100% real <laughs> All the time sh- 100% of the time <laughs> That's all my emotional sounds For what you're saying right I, I fart in public Not because yeah. I want to Scare anyone out Because that's just me
2: Here's the question um, The way that you're Talking to us right now Do you talk to your mom That way Trick question I don't even talk to my mom Oh <laughs> <laughs> mic drop Mike drop on the podcast never sounds right though uh, no
1: seriously I miss her every day so like <laughs> breaks my heart is there ever a chance we're going to see uh, Baron Vaughn in theater anytime soon or I are mean, you going to jump back in it, what's the last time you did it and when might you do it again I mean it's
2: been a while I, I, I did some play festival oh you know what I just did actually this was crazy um, there's this there's this theater. I think it's called the Shakespeare Center in L. A. And they do this fundraiser every single year mm-hmm. because they basically like, basically like help people who are like homeless and shit. And they like help them through plays and shit like Why? that. Why? Because it it like what it does is what it can do is help you. Have a voice, help you be a person that feels you have a purpose, or you can say something, you can stand up. For Don't you yourself. feel
1: like those people be like, "Could you give me a place to stay?" And they stuff? do. Oh, okay, it turns into that. Yeah, I think. But it's like, they have to act. It's
2: essentially like a yeah. You like, <laughs> if you act, we'll give you a house. Uh, I'm um, nervous. I'm and saying hungry. it. I'm saying it imperfectly. Like I'm not exactly <laughs> sure exactly how it works. What their what their program is. But they do this fundraiser every single year, and it's a bunch of celebrities get together, and then they read the script and just go wild on the on a piece of Shakespeare. Oh, cool! So he, here's who I was on stage with. These are my I had th- two scenes, and I was on uh, on stage with Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and Martin Short. Wow!
3: I don't know who, any of those guys. Are. That's had, who
2: the fuck I was yeah, with. <laughs> you said you had two lines. I had two
1: scenes. Oh, two scenes.
2: Yeah, it That's was a, a, a Taming of the Shrew or. So, no much to do about nothing. That was it. It's a Christina long way Applegate from wise was man, in it. Number three.
1: It's it's long yeah, way. very long way. Uh,
2: I have the least lines. Not really the least lines. There are people who didn't talk at all. But that was a, that's that's a, a play. But it's, Christina Applegate was in Christina it. Christina Applegate was there. Yeah, was Al Bundy in the? Audience? Uh, Patrick Warburton. You know
1: Patrick Warburton <laughs> uh-huh. is. Uh, do you watch Family Guy? Uh, I'm familiar with it. Enough, How about but... The Tick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has that, that guy. That real low voice. voice. Yeah. Yeah. He was in it. Well, wow, that's great. That guy's <laughs> funny crazy. as hell. Yeah. Uh,
2: but that uh, was a play. I mean, the whole point of it is that we only all met that day and rehearsed it that day. So it wasn't like we all knew exactly what was going to happen, which was part of the point, is to kind of just play with it and see and just make shit up and keep, you know, try yeah. to tell the story, but then not take it too seriously. Because that's what happens with Shakespeare. People go like, oh, no, it's a research paper. <laughs> but like, Shakespeare was subversive. Like he was, he was making it for the, for the people. It wasn't about like, everyone's going to be like, he's so good at English like in a hundred years. It's like, you know, that's why I think Shakespeare gets, it gets a bum rap because we get taught that it's supposed to be important and you're supposed Mm -hmm. to know it. And I think that's the opposite of how it should be done. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you tell, you tell people like, this is important. If you don't know this, you're stupid. It kills what things actually are.
3: Yeah.
1: That's too deep for me. (laughs) I lost you. You see how much I care? I I lost you at Christina Applegate. um, (laughs) That we kind of skipped over it. But was Al Bundy in the audience, a.k.a. Ed O'Neill?
2: He wasn't. Now, Ed O'Neill is someone I heard is a hell of an actor. There was what's that? Uh, have you and seen martial Married martial with artist? Children? Uh, yeah, have he's you seen great. Dutch?
1: He's great. Yeah, because he's amazing.
2: My co-star, my uh, TV brother, was the little boy in that. Really, Ethan Embry. Yeah,
1: man, I was wondering what happened to that guy. Yeah, he's on. I only he's know him he's from on Dutch. Grace and Frankie. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you never I saw didn't...
2: Empire Records or uh, that thing you do. Uh, yeah, I he's have. He's in those. Which one is he? In which one? <laughs> oh wait. Uh, in in that thing you do, yeah, he, he was, was the bass player that joined the oh, army. Oh well, wow, I just oh, yeah. didn't got the bass player together. Uh, yeah. Oh, he was oh, the bass player. That joined the army. Yeah. What happened shit. to that
3: dude? There was a while that he was like kind of getting pushed as a leading man, and then we didn't really see him. Was he in kind of hardly wait? Yeah. Yes, he was the
1: lead guy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the one the who lead? wrote the letter. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was the That's kid the from kid from Dutch, dude. I guess I am uh, I a, what's his name? Ethan either. Embry. I guess I am an Ethan Embry fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know it. I like all those things an that Embry-holic. were named. I'm an holler I'm an embryo. I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got embryo envy. <laughs> Embryos better. All right, I'll give you that. When my
2: zygotes.
0: Um,
2: yeah, I mean, like it's. Uh, no, but
0: seriously though, just yeah.
1: I mean, Al Bundy was like a. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna I
0: keep heard, it on Bundy.
2: What's that? You know, of mice and men with the whole the guy who you know that yeah. thing, and then there's the guy who um, doesn't know he's super strong and kills the rabbits. Yeah. So apparently, Ed O'Neill played that role at Yale. Wow, and no people, kidding. and I've heard legends about how good he was in that play. Wow, yeah, exactly, great.
1: exactly, motherfucker. I, mean, I just know him as Al Bundy, and I, I'm
3: Al always like <laughs> excited to see him in things when he pops up because yeah. I'm like, can he shed Bundy? And I, he usually is pretty good in
1: whatever I see him in. Can he shed Bundy? You've seen Dutch, right? He sh- he, <laughs> he already shed Bundy. <laughs> well,
3: he was kind of a Bundy
2: esque guy. Well, here's two. Um,
3: He's pretty
1: clean in that movie. Here's yeah, two he like was,
3: he? theatery he
2: theater stories for you that I know about that are fun. Mm-hmm. So when I was in England, studied them, <laughs> don't mean to brag. Um, there was some, we went to go see Hamlet or some shit. And then we had this teacher tell us uh, that, she's like, I'll tell you who the Hamlet of Hamlet of Hamlets was. The best Hamlet I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Daniel Day-Lewis. You brought him up earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the thing about Daniel Day-Lewis. Man number three. Riseman number three. Daniel Day-Lewis likes shit to be super fucking real. He's so method that he gets scary. So he Mm. did Hamlet after his dad actually died because he wanted to be able to use that, right? And apparently he came out one night to say his first speech, and either he thought he saw his dad in the audience or there was a person that looked exactly like his dad. He stopped the play and said, I am sorry, I can't do this. And then went and checked himself into a mental institution. Whoa. And then his understudy Whoa. finished the run. And his understudy became a huge actor, Ray Fiennes. Holy okay. shit. Right? Then Marlon Brando was a motherfucker. So apparently he was doing what's it called? Streetcar Named Desire, which he did the movie of, right? And that guy that he plays, Stanley, is supposed to be rough and tumble. And he used to box with people. And there, I guess he did the play and he was not... In the play, he's never met this woman. So mm-hmm. in real life, he decided never to go to a rehearsal and never to talk to her, so that way when it was on stage that they were strangers, it was real. Whoa. But then he would also box with people because oh, okay. he was, that's what the character was to be, and he boxed with some dude that broke his fucking nose. <laughs> oh, you know, my God. So he came out on stage with his nose bleeding and broken, and she's like, what? The, oh, my God. What? Hmm. Did the audience just start laughing really no, loud? Or no, no. The woman on? who who was playing, I think it was Jessica Tandy or somebody, uh-huh. was like, what the hell happened? Like, she just <laughs> said that and it was not in the play, but that's like, he was, he liked to
1: throw people off wow. to get that reality. That's insane. That sounds like it'd be dangerous to do, right? In front exactly. Of like a live audience. And exactly. that's what the audience is like aware of that and they're... No, they're not. Oh, okay. They don't fucking know anything, dude. They <laughs> bought a ticket and they <laughs> showed up. What's going on? Yeah,
2: exactly. Let's get out of here. They don't know anything. <laughs> it's just like, you know, people come to stand up. They don't know that you wrote your jokes. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean?
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Love I would, I, that's what I would surmise if I went to a comedy show is that they wrote their jokes. Some
2: people now know that, but some people yeah. are just kind of like... AJ knows that. Yeah. yeah he might well, I mean,
3: I, I get to be behind the scenes. I get to see these things. Ah, so, uh, yeah. Um, well, not everybody gets that.
2: I pay no attention to the... Oh, stuff. So fresh. What's going on? We got a call? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. we
1: we opened the lines. We are live in a few counties. Uh, oh. This will usually air every Friday, but yeah. there are a couple of cities that get it, and uh, we're going to take a call now. Um, caller, you're on the air. We have Baron Vaughn here. We're talking theater. What's up? Can you hear me? Uh, hey, Chris. It's me, Ryan. Hey Ryan, uh, what's going on?
0: Hey, what up? Uh, not not what is AJ there? <laughs> he's been saying some wild stuff, man. Yeah, AJ. he's uh,
1: definitely here as always. Hanging out. Yeah. We also got Baron AJ, Vaughn you're... in the house. What up? Yeah.
0: Hey, how's it going? Oh, hey Baron. Uh, hey Baron Von. Uh, this is Ryan County. We've met maybe a couple times. Uh, I'm sure you remember it pretty vividly.
2: I do. I actually have. Uh, a, I actually painted a portrait of it that I keep <laughs> in my in my house.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen your. I saw you on Graham. Uh, so I I just wanted to call in And kind of get your back And validate a lot of your opinions um, I'm, you know, stand-up is kind of like This and that for me uh, But I'm actually a, you know, an actor I graduated from Harvard With a uh, theater and a theater degree oh. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a professional theaterist And uh, You I'm gotta get both That's really a amazing lot, that you got a both lot of kids. <laughs> huh? Say that again Oh, I just—I'm sure Chris is talking a lot of shit about how it's fake and he hates fake things. What's he been saying?
1: <laughs> well, kind of, yeah, basically. <laughs> this. Is your,
0: this is your first time meeting Chris, huh? Yeah, guy's a real piece of work, Chris, the old dog.
1: Ryan, what do you want to talk about? What are you calling into the, <laughs> the podcast?
0: Well, I've got my uh, live uh, theater performance coming out on DVD and VHS <laughs> in a couple months. Mostly just some self promotion here. Uh, Uh, I was hoping
1: you'd bring some discussion uh, on theater to us, but go ahead. Yeah, you're on the phone. Plug it. Go.
0: Oh, okay. I guess. um, All right. So it's uh, Ryan County County Live at Marvin Gardens, and uh, it's a three-hour theatrical performance by um, a man playing me. And (laughs) it's, uh, I don't know this man. I haven't seen anything. It's part of the appeal. Um, It's very similar to Hamilton in the in the sense that um okay, let's just get to the real gist of it. uh, let's talk about this Hamilton situation going on is well, that why is that why we're all here?
1: yeah, <laughs> we haven't touched on Hamilton at all, yet, yeah, but, uh, surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly, but you you have some uh, beef with Hamilton or? yeah,
0: it's a garbage play. I tried out as a lead role on Hamilton, and uh <laughs> I didn't get it, and the uh, cast was very aggressive. And they had a uh, very prepared speech uh, to to give me when I did not get it, and it was just a disaster.
1: Do you know what a uh, Hamilton is about? Can you tell us about that?
0: Uh, yeah, it's about like a meat product, right? Hamilton meats, and it's about the the rise and fall of Mr. Hamilton. I
1: think I think that's a different
2: Hamilton. Yeah, you might have you might have I mean, been uh, might have been singing the wrong tunes. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: mean, it is about the rise and, and fall of Hamilton. Hamilton Meats.
0: The spam you spam me Hamilton meat I'm Mister Hamilton I grew up poor I made some meat I sold that meat I'm Mister Hamilton.
1: I don't know if that he's one? making this song nope. up if it's a real thing. Honestly,
2: Ryan, uh I gotta say after hearing that I, I think I I disagree with the cast. Like it yeah. sings it sounds like you nailed it. So I'm sorry that they didn't see what I see. He has a good
1: voice. I will I'll give him that. You can sing. Can you give us another song?
0: Um yeah, sure. I I you know, I feel like I'm getting a little smart Smartassness from y'all, and I don't think you think that. No, I'm
1: actually think a we're, boy. we're supporting you. Actually, you know, you're, you're getting
2: it. smart smartassness from Chris and AJ. I, however, am totes sincere. You can tell by the fact that I said totes. <laughs> uh, that,
1: is, that is the indicator. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a theater boy through I'm
0: wearing my theater boy outfit right now. I'll be honest with you.
1: What is your theater boy outfit? What does that consist it's of? It's like a skater boy, but with dramatic. It's names. A, uh, <laughs> All
0: right, I'll start from the ground down. I'm wearing uh, the ground down. You mean the ground I'll start up? From the ground. Start, I'm standing on my head. Uh, so uh, on my feet, on I, got, I, got me, I got me a nice uh, kind of a gray pair of Vans with a white gum, wearing some army green pants. Um, uh, on my torso, I got a plain white t-shirt covered up by a black hoodie, uh, a couple white strings coming out of that little bad boy, and I'm wearing a uh, newsies hat.
2: Oh, that sounds more like a theater outfit than a, <laughs> theater, a theater outfit. Hat.
3: Mhm, yeah, nailed the look. That, right. well, that, that, I mean, you-
0: it's it, it's no uh, it's no striped uh, striped shirt that
1: I'm sure AJ's is wearing the, the Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You called that to a fucking T. He's wearing <laughs> a very striped shirt.
0: Yeah, well. hey, what are you
1: wearing? Me? You say Baron or Chris? Yeah. Baron. Here he Baron. knows what I'm wearing.
2: Oh, me? Well, I'm just wearing some uh, white Vans and uh, green pants, and I got, like, a white T-shirt with a hoodie over it with some white strings hanging out of it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, yeah, like, a Newsy hat. And of. a Newsy
0: hat, he yeah. He is. is. No shit. Oh, no way.
1: It's like you're in the room with us right now.
0: It, it is no, insane. I <laughs> oh, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, Chris. I appreciate you letting me call in. I'm sitting out in the car. I just needed to get away from my girlfriend for a minute, so this is nice. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you so, know you,
1: I figured, I was about to ask you where you are right now. Are no, you- I'm
0: in the car. I'm in, I'm sitting in the car with uh, I got I got it on in the hosing. But, uh, we're getting a
1: little off
2: theater here but uh i don't know it sounds like he's saying that his relationship is a hell of a performance and he just feels like not being on stage right now That does. sound
1: that's, <laughs> oh, that oh my that's God. a perfect way
2: to save that
1: yeah. <laughs> that was cut, beautiful cut to the core
0: you are telling me
1: <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you uh are you auditioning for anything you you were, weren't you at an audition just the other week what was it oh
0: yeah i did uh i was the titan guy in um you know Titan Oil Company? Are you familiar? It's a Norwegian thing.
2: Oh, I thought it was Tyson Meats. <laughs> yeah, I thought he said Tyson. Yeah,
0: well they're they're branching out into meats, and they uh, I actually met the <laughs> guy at my Hamilton audition, and he said Titan Oils is, is going to start uh, launch their Titan Meat brand. <laughs> it's oily meats, and um, waiting for that callback, but
1: Just waiting for that
0: check. Titan Meats, slippity slip. This <laughs> meat is a slippery yeah. Titan Meats. Yeah. That's, that's, that,
1: that's an actual song for that them? Sounds, that sounds pretty crude.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. That... <Man. laughs> Alright,
1: oh. right. <laughs> Ryan, you sound like you are having a time, dude. You are having a time. I don't know,
0: so... I don't know about any uh, BP oil spills, but if you eat some uh, Titan meat, your BMs are going to be selling out. <laughs> oh, I mean. That's
1: clever. Alright, um, Ryan, <laughs> I, I think that's enough of you. <laughs> I think you got to get back yeah, to your Chris. girlfriend already. What?
0: bm's like for bowel movement
1: i i knew that i know what a bm is chris don't hang up
0: man i'm lonely all right
1: <laughs> he calls in every time to time and it's hard to. the AJ, hardest part is up? getting him to get off hey, the ryan. phone.
3: keep doing what you're doing man you've
0: been, cr- you been crushing any puss lately <laughs>
3: uh that that'll be for another episode oh hey aj i
0: gotta go
3: sorry hey no problem you have a good one ryan hey what
1: I, I, have a good one. Let's just hang up on him. Just hang up. Bye, Ryan.
0: I just wanted
1: to hear. No, don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't. There right, we go. <laughs> Sounds like he hung That's up. That's Ryan. <laughs> it did, but no, I hung up on his ass. Well, I think we learned a lot from that phone call. Yeah. Yeah. We'll know that we're not going to let him call in anymore. Yeah. That's done. But that is impressive that he predicted your striped shirt situation. It is,
3: and and not just my ensemble, but no. like, uh, barons as well.
1: Yeah. He uh, kind of. Didn't mean to, but he got Aaron's Aaron, uh, <laughs> yeah. do you have uh, vans yeah. on for him? No, I don't have vans on. Oh, no, just that's liar! It, that was the only liar on the podcast. Yeah. They're van like, van like from
2: a distance. You would be like,
1: those are vans. Yeah, they're you know, like they're, Ari- they're, van-esque. Like yeah. they're kind like kind van esque. Arizona's. They're like Van Wilders. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing Jinkos as well. So that's twelve. Did lie about and that. My, I keep my Jinkos in my cross only in Austin. <laughs> well,
3: how else are you supposed to carry an entire uh, foot long sandwich in your pockets or an iPad or an iPad?
1: All right, guys. Well, we are going to wrap things up, uh, Baron. We want to thank you for coming on the podcast, You're talking around. some theater and theater with us today. Yeah, um, we're going to go ahead and get a couple plugs in. Of course, follow our podcast on Twitter at wswc podcast. We are at thirty nine followers. Of course, if you are the fortieth follower, you get a fr- two free uh, yeah. body tape uh, international uh, t shirts. One
3: t shirt and then
1: one random. One body tape shirt and one random shirt. that could be anything. Uh, so if you are the 40th follower and you hear this, uh, claim your prize. otherwise we just will not uh, we're not going to just give it to you yeah because it could be a sex bot and I don't know. Well,
3: also like if you know somebody who needs shirts, just tell them all they have to do is subscribe.
1: Or just follow us on
2: Twitter.:
3: Or Yeah and subscribe. Do you a lot of
1: stripe shirts that you're trying to get rid of.
3: This is the only striped shirt that I have.
1: Oh, we have an overabundance man. of his shirts. We're trying to get rid of our producer, Ethan. Mm. Nope. <laughs> All right. You can follow Baron Vaughn on Twitter at Barvin Block. That's B A R V as in Victor O N B L A Q. Uh, you could catch Baron on. MST3K he's a new cast member on that yeah. so keep an eye on that congratulations thanks sir that is awesome and uh, theater having Baron Vaughn on here talk about it care meter 1 through 10 AJ what do you give it 1 being you don't care at all 10 being you care the most
3: I'm gonna give this one a 6
1: 6 wow Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a 1 uh, Baron thanks for being yeah. on the all podcast right. fuck you you guys have a great night great time thanks again bye guys
0: International